And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Labor Day, September 4th edition. Hope everybody's having a good holiday weekend. Some of you get to enjoy one more day off, others that don't. Well, keep on grinding. We have a nine-game early holiday slate and a five-game main slate. Uh, lots of wind blowing out for us. And they got Casey Detroit, wind blowing in at 18 miles an hour. Philadelphia, the Mets blowing out at 12. Milwaukee, Cincinnati blowing out on the left field line at 15. Yankees, Baltimore blowing out to center about 10. Cleveland, Chicago, White Sox blowing out to center about 18 miles an hour. That's a, That was already when we were targeting, and that just made life so much nicer. Chicago, Pitt blowing down the left field line at 15. Angels, A's blowing out at 11. And then the Knights cast Toronto, Boston blowing out to center field at 14 miles an hour. Looks like for the most part we don't have any rain to worry about. The rain that's coming in is coming after games as long as everything holds off. Quick look at your totals. By the way, this might be a – I'm going to try to do this pod as quick as possible today because I have to get going this morning. So if I forget some things or leave some stats out or skip some stats, I'm going to get you the plays, and that's what's important. So your totals today, Royals, Tigers, 9, Brewers, Reds, 9.5, Phillies, Mets, 8.5. Phillies, Mets total is very intriguing to me because the two pitchers in that game we like both – and there are young guys that do get beat up at times, but that total of eight and a half stands out as a good sign for us, I think. But the wind's blowing out too, so who knows? Yankees, Orioles, nine and a half. Indians, White Sox, nine and a half. Giants, Rockies, and Coors Field, only a total of nine. That is a bit surprising to me. Cubs, Pirates, eight. Angels, A's, nine and a half. Cardinals, Padres, eight. Astros, Mariners, eight and a half. Twins, Rays, eight and a half. Jays, Red Sox, nine and a half. We're waiting on the Nationals and the Marlins as they mixed up some starting pitching in that one. Rangers, Braves, 9.5. D-backs, Doyers, 7.5. That's your only seven, uh, below 8 total on the slate. There's two eights, and it's all 8.5s and, and above. Let's dig in to your pitching on this slate. You have the likes up top on the early slate, 9-game early. You got three pitchers at 9,000 or above. You got Carlos Martinez at 11,800 at the San Diego Padres. Um it's a great play, great matchup. You've heard me say this a lot about the Padres lately. Most times it's right, but you saw like a guy like you, Darvish, got beat up. And I mentioned he gives up the long ball a lot. So target your Azulia Hayes, your Salarte, so on and so forth. Azulia Hayes took him deep. A couple other guys got to him. Um, if you saw my tweet on Saturday, I wasn't even trying to be a Dodger hater. I was just saying to the point, I said, you, Darvish, is, is as consistent as a wet fart since coming over to the Dodgers. And that's how he is. It's, it's, it's perfection or it's just what is going on out there. He's throwing batting practice. Well, Carlos Martinez, he's been much better at home than on the road in his career. Uh, left-handers have hit him very, very well this season. He's You know, the Padres strike out over 25% of the time. That's why they're always a big target. Their lineup comes through from time to time. But for the most part, nothing to be too scared about. Um, you got you got C Mart who's striking out over twenty five percent. He's ground, ground ball over fifty one percent. The Padres team total is third lowest at three seven seven. But lefties three forty two, righties two sixty two, and it, it, it. I do like Carlos Martinez. I have him in lineups that I made last night. I'm not saying don't use him. I'm just saying temper your expectations. Like I've been doing lately, and we do on this slate as well. There's a lot more in the mid range. I'd rather gamble on and get more bats. I'm not ignoring the high-priced guys. But if you're only building a couple lineups, it's up to you, obviously. But I'd probably go elsewhere and get the bats because there's a lot of good ones to choose from. At the same time, there's tons of value bats with these call-ups. And uh, it's been fun to get those in. 
you can get the San Diego lefties cheap. So I'd recommend having them somewhere. If you'd like, like Salarte's 2900 bucks. He's second base shortstop eligible. Azulia Hayes cheap. Those are the two guys I'm really targeting. But you even got guys like Spangenberg and a couple others. The lineups could change. But Carmart is in a good spot, a really good spot. Great ballpark to pick, pitch in in Petco. Strikeout rates are there. The lineup as a whole is really bad. So he, he is on the list at 11-8. I wanted to bring up Jake Arrieta's name at 11-4. He's been outstanding of late. He's looked really, really good. He's been getting you 20 to 25 points for the most part consistently. He's pitched very well against the um, Pirates this season. But what you need to look at also is he's 11-4, and he's really not going over the 25-point threshold. Carmar, if he doesn't get beat up by San Diego, he could go 7 or 8 or even a complete game. He could get double-digit strikeouts, and he could get you 25-plus points rather easily. Like That's something we could really see happening. At the same time, Arietta just hasn't had that this year. The strikeouts, they're there from time to time, but they're not like phenomenal. Pirates don't strike out a ton. They strike out 18.8% of the time. They put the ball in play. He's a ground ball pitcher. It's nice and all. Lefties have hit him well. Uh, three five nine is the second lowest total. Lefties three thirty nine. Righties two fifty eight. It's a good matchup again. PNC Park's a good ballpark to pitch in. The upside, I think, is just more for Carmart for four hundred dollars more than it is for Arietta. That's where I am on that one. But the guy I like up top here in the nine thousands and above is Dylan Bundy. Dylan Bundy, we've been riding him like crazy, especially when Caleb Joseph is catching. Castillo caught yesterday. That's one thing I forgot to mention. A lot of these are obviously day games because of the holidays, so watch the day games after day games or day game after the one night game. So Wellington Castillo did catch yesterday, went deep twice. Uh, Caleb Joseph should be behind the dish. It's a it's a very intriguing spot for Bundy. He's ninety three hundred bucks to some that's expensive, and he's facing the New York Yankees, which still scares teams, but. People forget the Yankees do strike out a lot, 22.2% of the time. Bundy's K rate continues to rise. Swinging strike rate since he started utilizing that slider more and more and more. It's over 20% usage rate right now. Um, 11.5% swinging strike rate. Still gives up a lot of fly balls. He's a massive fly ball pitcher. Massive fly ball pitcher. That part is not the, you know, doesn't make you feel warm and cozy. But lefty's 324. Righty's only hitting 287 off Bundy. It is Baltimore, which is a great ballpark to hit in. The wind is blowing out to center field. Bundy's been great. It, he's coming off a complete game shutout where he got you 50-plus points. There is track records in some, not all. Everyone's different, and track records aren't, like, perfection. But there are there is, you know, showing the guys that go deep like that, especially one of their first few times, they tend to maybe struggle their next time out. It's not going to stop me. I'm all in on Bundy. The K rates in that lineup, if Judge comes up, Greg Bird's back. So they're – That'll increase their strikeout rate over the rest of the year. There's a lot of guys to target there. The Yankees' bats could be in play still. There's no questioning that. But Dylan Bundy at 9300 bucks has as much, if not more, upside than the two guys on top of him. He will be my top-priced option. So up top, I got Bundy 1, Carmart 2, Arietta 3. Now we get in the middle where it gets very, very intriguing for me. And this is where you can gamble, and it's been working out more often than not lately. And we'll kick it off with Trevor Bauer at 8800 bucks at the very, very bad Chicago White Sox. Sure, they hit Andres yesterday, but uh, Andres struggles against righties. Bauer gets righties done. And he's got 18 or more points in three straight starts against the White Sox this year. He has not faced them, surprisingly. But uh, he's got really, really good strikeout stuff against a White Sox team that strikes out over 23% of the time. Bauer striking out close to 26%. Ground ball rate, very, very good. 
Lots and lots to like here with Trevor Bauer. White Sox, 414 total. Lefties, 356. Righties, 319. The White Sox can run into some. No questions about it. But if you look at their lineup, does it really scare you? Really? If Bauer gets beat up, he gets beat up. So be it. But he's working on. he's been working with Kluber. The stories are great if you haven't read them. He's developing a better like slider, moving on his fastball. Really good stuff, and it's shown in his last you know month, month and a half. And um, it's really good stuff. And for 8800 bucks, the upside's tremendous in this range. Uh, next up, we'll go Jake Junis, $7,900 at the Detroit Tigers. Another lineup that just isn't the same anymore. I used Tomlin yesterday. only got 2Ks, but pitched great. And Junis, in my opinion, is better than Tomlin. Uh, Detroit strikes out over 22% of the time. Junis has been getting over a K in inning his last three starts. K rate of 21%. Uh, limits the fly balls. Okay, hard contact. Detroit's team total is... Where the heck am I blind this morning? Oh, 4-3-1. Lefty's 3-16. Righty's 3-29. Junis has looked really, really good now that he's a regular in this rotation. And he has very good upside of 7900 bucks. That's why I like this middle range. These are guys we could see pitching really, really well. And if they still don't get you the big game but get you an okay game, it doesn't destroy you because your bats make up for the difference. So Junis is 79s in play. Mark Leiter Jr. is a guy I told you guys to pay attention to his last start and possibly use if you wanted to. He pitched really well, 15 points at Atlanta. The Ks are what I love. Five or more Ks in three of his last four starts. In those three starts, he had five or more Ks, 15, 28, and 20.3 points. That one 20.3 was against the Mets. We went five innings, four hits, one earned, which is a solo shot, seven Ks, 20.3 points. He will give you some runs. He will grind, but he also gets you very quality starts of late. And the Mets offense isn't that good. It's just been established. They had a good game against Mike Fires yesterday, but as a whole, they're just not there. Nothing to scare you too much. But um, – when you look at the likes of Leiter, the Mets strike out about 20% of the time. He strikes out about 21%. Ground ball rate of 48% and a very low hard contact rate. Lots to like there. Mets team totals 4-4-3. Lefty's 309. Righty's 307 off Leiter. I like Leiter a lot today. I like all these pitchers in this middle range. But Leiter at 76, very, very solid. And if you aren't using Leiter, Rafael Montero in that same game, 7400 bucks facing a Phillies team. That looked really bad for the most part this week. I think mean, they had one big game, and it was Saturday, like yesterday. The the Phillies won three to one in uh, extras. It was just, but it was a great match. That they just couldn't exploit. They they have good young bats. They're just not all there. Montero's looked really good uh, over the last, I'd say, month or so. He pitched a gem again at Cincinnati. His last time out, thirty four point six points. Got beat up at the Nationals. Uh, 10.6 against Arizona, but then 20.1 against Miami, 17-3 at the Yankees. Been very, very, very good of late, and a lot of that has to do with the strikeouts. Five or more Ks in Jesus. Five or more Ks in eight of his last ten starts. Very, very good stuff. And you're facing a Phillies team that strikes out a lot. The Phillies strike out at a 24% rate versus right-handed pitching. As long as Montero limits the walks, he's good to go because the swinging strike rate, the K rate, the ground ball rate of 46%, hard contact's only 25.4. If Philly gets to him, they get to him. That's fine. They have a 407 total, third lowest on the slate. Lefty's 323, righty's 378. So it's a reverse splits. So your Reese Hoskins, your Alfaro's, your Tommy Josephs, if Rupp catches, so on and so forth. They're right handed bats. They're a right handed heavy team. Still, I love the play at the price point of 7,400. So in this middle range, I got Bauer 1. Junis 2, Leiter 3, Montero 4, 
All four are mix and match options for me, and they all go well with Dylan Bundy or Carmar, but preferably Dylan Bundy. And now your punts down below, you got the likes of Chad Bettis and Coors at 6,900 against the Giants. Mentioned Bettis has been really good in his career at Coors. He was rocky his last start, but his previous two at Coors, very, very good. He's 6,900 bucks, which is a phenomenal price point. Giants striking out a little less than 20% of the time. Bettis is only his, his fifth start back in the big. But like for a Coors slate, let's just put it this way. I told you the total was low, surprisingly low, at nine. The Giants have a 4-5-0 total. It's middle of the pack for the day. So it, it's very intriguing. It is Coors, so if you don't want to roll the dice, I totally get it. But it's an option. And then the last option, and this is price point only because there's really nothing else down here I like. But Artie Lewicki is making a start for the Detroit Tigers, filling in for the injured Fulmer slash departed Verlander. He's 4900 bucks. He's a youngster. They called up. Going to probably stick with the rotation the rest of the year to see what they have. Pitched really well in double-A. I think he got promoted to triple-A uh, in August. And he had a 2-1-0 ERA, a 1-1-7 whip, and 33 Ks to 7 walks in 30 innings. That's a K per, uh, over a K per inning. Was Low ERA looks really, really good in the uh, International League in triple-A. Facing a Royals team that we know like they don't strike out a ton. They strike out a whopping, well, they're up to over 20% now. And he's got that one uh, K per inning, basically. They don't strike out a ton. They don't strike like com- like insane fear into your hearts. Even against a guy like Lewicki, the Royals' total is four six nine. They have a three twelve Woba and a one sixty one ISO versus righties. They can get into some. There's no doubt about it. You wouldn't be shocked. But it's at Comerica, which plays very well into his favor. The wind is blowing in at eighteen miles an hour, which is huge. It helps Junis and and Lewicki. He's 4900 bucks. All he needs to do is get you double digits. Just give you four or five innings, quality start even, three or fewer runs, go get four or five Ks, maybe get the win. He's 4900 bucks, and the upside's there. We've seen much, much worse $4,900 pitchers in this in this game. So I will definitely give a look at Lewecki, and it'll open up everything. You can put him with any pitcher and just load up on bats, like ridiculous bats. He's a great play for Coors. He might be chalky for Coors, but there's just a lot of options there. So down below, I got Lewecki one, Bettis two. So recapping your pitching, on top you got Bundy one, Carmart two, Arietta three. I probably won't even use Arietta, but I wouldn't be shocked if he does well. Uh, in the middle, this is my wheelhouse this, today and the last week or so. You have Bauer one, Junis two, Lighter three, Montero four. Down below, Lewecki one, Bettis two. So your catchers. Um, if you want to fade Bundy, you can. He gives up a ton of fly balls, and that ballpark is live, very live. So like a Gary Sanchez at 44 if you want. Bundy's been really good against righties. Lefties, he was where he gets up most of his thump. But, you know, a Gary Sanchez is a Gary Sanchez. So do what you wish. But at the same point, $100 cheaper. You get a Buster Posey in Coors Field at 43 That's a great price point. Usually you see a guy of Buster's caliber in the high fours, even the low fives. Very, very good stuff. 7, 7, 17, 12 his last four games. Against Chad Bettis at 43 that's a very solid play. Very solid play. Alex Avila versus Chad Cool. Chad Cool's been better this year. We've used him from time to time. Hope you guys used Trevor Williams yesterday. That boy's been our dynamo. And Giolito was phenomenal back-to-back starts. But um, when you're looking at the Cubbies, they have a team total of 4-4-1. Lefties 375, righties 296 off Cool. You still target lefties off Cool. Avila's 3800 bucks. 
he has so much hard contact. He's just not living up to his price tag lately. He can run into one from time to time, but no homers in his last 10 games. Only one extra base hit in his last 10 games. He's averaging 5.8 his last 10 games. And he's been one of the highest priced catchers every day. We've been able to get production like that elsewhere. I'm not saying don't use Avila. He's in a great spot. All that good stuff. It's just I think there's better options. You either pay up for the likes of a Posey or we keep scrolling down to like a Jan Gomes. He's 3,600 versus big game James. The, the Indians are one of the best plays on the slate. They have the highest team total of 536. Lefty's 424, righty's even 300. So you can go Gomes at a 36 if you want. You got Lucroy and Coors where Stratton at 36 isn't horrible. Pretty sure at least Stratton's first start in Coors. Um, the farther down you go, you got the likes of a Salvi Perez versus Lewicki. If you want to fade Lewicki, that's fine. It's 3300. I'm I'm really liking the kid. I know he's not going to be perfect. I know he's not. But, heck, 4900 bucks, guys. But Perez at 33 is not bad. He does it right. He's very, very well. If, say, Tom Murphy starts for Colorado, uh, he's a left-handed bat. Or, you know, he's right-handed. He's right-handed for Stratton. But he's 3300 He's a cheap Coors catcher. But then you go down to, like, Manny Pena at 3K. I'm hoping they use Steven Vogt. He's one of my favorite catchers down here. Once you get away from the top guys, you got Steven Vogt versus Hunter ba- uh, Homer Bailey in... Cincinnati, Great American Small Park, where the wind's blowing uh, out to left field, left left field line. The Brew Crew team total four eight one. Righties four thirty four, lefties three sixty six. Off of Bailey, that's why both Pena and Vote are in play for me. I like them a lot at three K. Probably my favorite guy outside of Posey, at least the starting points. When you go down some more. It would be awesome if Francisco Mejia finally got a start, but he hasn't seen one yet. But if he does for Cleveland, he's 2900 versus Shields. like that quite a bit. Our boy Bruce Maxwell, 2900 bucks. He's crushing it right now, averaging 7.3 his last 10. I think some people might be jumping on the Maxwell train. He's up to 2900 He's almost hitting 3K on us. He's homered in two of his last three, 18-3, 21-7, 0-8, 0-10-6. He's doing Bruce Maxwell things. He's 2900 against Parker Bridwell, who's been giving up a lot of loud contact, lots of balls in play. So Maxwell at 29 is very much in play. If you're fading Seymour, you got Hector Sanchez. He's a left-handed bat in the Padres lineup at 2,900. I'd probably go elsewhere, but he is definitely a good option. You got the likes of Martin Maldonado at 27 versus Smith of Oakland. Smith is really, really, really bad. The Angels have a 489 total. It's the fourth highest on the slate. Lefty's 352, righty's 382 off Chris Smith. So, uh, Maldonado, it's a good ballpark, but the wind's blowing out in Oakland today, and that ballpark plays much, much livelier in day games. So Maldonado at 27 is not a bad play at all. Farther down we look, you have the likes of uh, Tucker Barnhart versus Chase Anderson. I like Chase Anderson a lot. I almost recommended him to you, but that ballpark terrifies me, especially when the conditions, the hitting conditions are where they're going to be today. So I stayed away. Uh, When you look at the, the Reds, their team total is 469 which is nice. Lefty's 272, righty's 301 on Chase Anderson. I still like Tucker Barnhart as a punt at 26. Definitely can utilize that down below. Farther you go, you got Jorge Alfaro at 2,500 versus Montero. It's not the end of the world. You got the likes of... Now it gets real picky. If you want to fade Bundy, you got Austin Romine at 22, but I'd probably stay away from that one. Like Stuart Turner's been starting a bit lately for Cincinnati. He's twenty one hundred for the for the Reds versus Chase Anderson. That could be an interesting punt. Other than that, we'll check lineups and see what else pops out to us. Going over to first base, you got Rizzo at fifty four was first cool. He had a zero yesterday. My best lineup. If he did something, I would have made some probably good cash. That was frustrating. 
The Rizzo 54, great spot versus Cool. Definitely like that one. But I'll go to my guy again, 400 cheaper. Joey Votto at 5K, continually putting up big games. 8, 7, 12, 14, 7, 15, 10, 0, 2, 10. Rarely, there's one zero in those 10 games. Rarely get you that zero, which you got to love at 5K. Reese Hoskins, if he cracks the lineup, 48. It's not bad. I'd probably go elsewhere. Encarnacion, 4,700 versus Shields. I'll take his counterpart, Carlos Santana, at 44. Encarnacion still a good play. Don't get me wrong. But Carlos Santana, I believe, is in a better spot versus Shields today at 44. You got Hosmer at 46 versus Lewicki. Another guy I like is CJ Cron, 4,500. I keep preaching him to you guys. Power versus righties and lefties. Mentioned with Maldonado, Smith gets hit a ton. Crone, 9, 18, 9. 5, 34, 3, 7, 2, 6, 3. The last four or five games, swinging it really well with some power. 4,500, CJ Cron. Farther down you go, you get a guy like uh, Ian Desmond for 4,300 in Coors or Mark Reynolds against Stratton. Both only 4,300. That's rather cheap. Our boy Matt Olson used to be our cheap darling. He's up to 4,200 bucks now. First base outfit eligible, averaging 10 points his last 10. Four homers his last 10. Went deep again yesterday. Very much in play against Parker Bidwell. At 4200 bucks, I like that a ton. i double-check the total on that game because with these two gas cans out there, this could be interesting. Yeah, it's 9.5, so I thought that's a good game to target right there. I know those teams can be frustrating at times and let you down, especially the A's, but there are some good price tags here that you could be contrarian because a lot of people will go to other games. This could be a good one to target if you want to be contrarian. A guy like Eric Thames versus Bailey, we know we know Thames has been super inconsistent, averaging less than six his last 10, but a guy against Bailey at 4,100, not bad at all. If you want to be contrarian versus Arietta, Josh Bell at 4K, I do like that. Uh, Trey Mancini versus the lefty Jordan Montgomery in Baltimore, 3,900 bucks. Trey's at averaging less than, he was averaging 8.7 points his last 10 games. Hitting it really, really well, hitting 341 over that time period. So he's a good look at 3900 Nice value, first base and outfield. Eligible for Mancini. You scroll down, you got the likes of uh, Matt Carpenter versus Perdomo at 37. Lefties do it. Perdomo very, very well. Jesus Aguilar um, against Bailey. Righties have hit Bailey better than lefties. He's 3600 Again, in that ballpark, you're targeting a lot of offense. That total should be around 9 or 10. If I remember correctly, nine and a half also. That's another big one to target. So uh, some good game stacks or a couple two-man stacks from all the lineups could be interesting. Uh, as you go down, like Louis Valbuena, 3,400 versus Smith. That's a value. He, he slumped a bit last week, but you know that that thumps there. And for 3,400, first base, third base, not a bad play at all. Ryan Healy at 3K. Dominic Smith, 3K versus Leiter Jr. He'll be hitting in the middle of that order if you feel like fading Leiter. Um, has Candelario been getting any action since he got called up? Yes, he has. He's played every day since he's called up. Uh, Heimer Candelario, first base, third base eligible for the Tigers. He's 2900 bucks versus Junis. I do like Junis, but he can be hit. So if you want to punt play at first base or third base, Candelario at 29 is not bad at all. Uh, Greg Bird, if you want to fade Bundy and be contrarian at 29. We mentioned Bundy does give up thump to, to lefties. Ryder Jones is first base, third base eligible. He's in Coors, and he's $2,700. That is a called a Coors punt that you – I don't remember seeing many 2Ks in Coors. That's pretty crazy. Second base, Jose Ramirez. I loved him yesterday, and he went bananas. Another great spot today at $5,300. Second base, third base, probably be chalky, especially because of yesterday, but it normally should be chalky in this one. Facing big game, James, at 53. You got LeMahieu. 
with Merrifield at 47. Scope versus Montgomery at 45 is very, very nice. His, his, his power versus lefties this year is crazy good. Scooter Jeanette at 45 versus Chase Anderson. I like a lot. He's priced up, but I like it. Ian Happ at 44 versus Cool. I like a lot as well. So those are some good plays up top. Joe Panic at 4K versus Bettis. I can't hate it. I know it's high for Panic, but still a very solid play there. You got like Yolmer Sanchez, Brandon Phillips, Drew Cabrera, 3900 bucks. They're all decent. They're not like on fire on fire. Like I have to play them, but they're plays I'll look at. I'll look at them in order of Cabrera, Sanchez, and Phillips if you want to go that range. Farther down, you go like Neil Walker at 37 versus Bailey's a very nice value in this one. I like him a lot. Big game yesterday at 14 points. Starting to heat up a bit, it looks like. So he's good at 37. Jed Lowry at 36 is a play I'll be looking at. Johnny VR, if he cracks the lineup at 36, he's in play as well for Milwaukee. You got a guy like Cesar Hernandez at 34. We do like him a lot. He's facing Montero. You know, kind of one-off type stuff. Our boy DeYoung, if anyone's paying attention, his price has dropped dramatically. He was 3K the other day. He's 3,300 today. Uh, Perdomo's a ground ball pitcher. Lefties hit him better than righties, but if you want to punt, he's 33. Uh, the farther down we go. I mentioned Solarte earlier. He's second base shortstop at 29. Azuya Hayes, 29 as well. So you can play them both. One at second, one at short if you want to fade Carmart and save money. I don't hate that. It's, you know, you wouldn't be surprised if they both put up zeros, but I don't hate it. And if a guy like Franklin Barreto cracks the lineup for the A's, he's 2K against Bridwell. Third base, you got Arenado and Coors at 54. That's a great tag. Ramirez again at 53. Machado at 52. All really, really good plays. Mustakas at 45. I like versus Duwecki. Uh, you can't sleep on Hernan Perez at 44 or A. Eugenio Suarez at 41 in that ballpark. Both decent plays as well. Cincinnati should play a lot like Coors today. Should is the key word. So keep that in mind. Again, you got Sanchez and Phillips we mentioned earlier. Let Travis Shaw at 39 versus Homer Bailey. I like that a ton. He should be chalky today. If people don't pay up, maybe they'll pay up and they'll overlook him. He's a really good play at 3900 bucks. I like that a lot. You got, you got Spangenberg at 36. Valbuena at 34, who we mentioned. Candelario, again, he's 2900 Don't sleep on him. A guy like Yandy Diaz for the Indians, if he gets the spot start again like he did yesterday, he had 14 points yesterday. I've been using him a lot in his value plays. He's 2900 bucks, third base outfield eligible for Yandy. Keep him in mind. Matt Chapman's 28 versus Bridwell. That's a solid play there with, uh, under 3K as well. Ryder Jones, 27. Mentioned him already. Other than that, check your lineups. Shortstop, Lindor at 49 versus Shields. The Indians should be the chalk. They are in a great spot today. Tim Beckham at 46 versus Montgomery is pretty good as well. Cozart, 43. Not sleeping on that. You go down below 4K, you got Gregorius at 39. You got mentioned Azubo Cabrera already. Anderson Simmons at 38 is intriguing, but B. Craw, who is on fire the last week or so, he's averaging 9.1 points his last 10 games. He's got two homers in his last 10 games. He's going to Coors where he likes to hit, at least of late. Career not much, but this year he's hit well. He's 3,800 versus Bettis. I like that a lot below 4K. The Giants are priced down big time for a day game in Coors. This is going to be interesting. Again, DeJong's 33. Tim Anderson versus Bauer at 3K as a punt. I don't hate. Neither Freddie Gallus at 3K I like as well. Mentioned Solarte at 29. You got some nice low-end options here. Um, Barreto, again, he's second base shortstop at 2K. And check your lineups. Head in the outfield. Mike Trout, 56. Yes, I keep telling you guys, play him, play him, play him. 
My God, what he's been doing lately. 19 more points yesterday. He's averaging 13.1 his last 10. Just listen to this. 19, 18, 19, 36, 4, 4, 11, 2, 4, 14. He's just insane right now. Facing Smith, who he should destroy. 5,600. Blackman versus Stratton at 50. Stratton versus 55 is very solid as well. If Justin Upton cracks the lineup at 51, he's not bad. So all these are really good plays up top, obviously. Mentioned Hoskins earlier. Schwarber at 46 versus Cool for some nice power upside. Domingo Santana double-donged yesterday. Continues to have a very, very good quiet year. No one talks about him. Uh, 11.3 points on average his last 10. He's 46 versus Bailey. That's a really good play. Adam Jones at 45 versus Montgomery I like a lot. Mentioned Ian Happ already. Adam Duvall at home, 44 is not bad at all. Matt Joyce is up to 4,300, but he keeps hitting. in another homer yesterday. He's averaging 10.8 in his last 10, three homers in his last 10 games. So you can't sleep on Matt Joyce right now while he's streaking. Billy Hamilton at 43, love that. There's a lot of good stuff here in this mid to low fours you can get behind. Like a Jay Bruce at 42 is criminally underpriced against big game James. Matt Olson at 42. Like all of that. You got K with a Chris Davis at 41 with some power. Mentioned Eric Thames at 41. Scott Shebler, 4K at Homer's Anderson. These are all really good plays to keep an eye on. If Lonnie Chisenhall cracks the lineup for Cleveland, he's 3,900. He's in play. Mentioned Mancini earlier at 39. So now we're below four and still getting good options. Uh, Denard Span in Coors Field at 38. Even Hunter Pence at 38. Don't mind either. I prefer Span over Pence if I had to. Uh, farther down you go, you got Cole Calhoun at 37 is too cheap versus Smith. That's a really good play. Ryan Braun, I know he's been struggling. But again, Homer Bailey in that ballpark at 3700 bucks. These are the value you can find if you don't want to pay up. You should be able to afford it, but you don't have to. Carlos Gonzalez and Coors at 37 If you want to gamble and be contrarian, Brandon Moss versus Lewicki at 36 I'm not running to that play at all. There's other guys around here I'll play, but he's a contrarian angle. Mentioned Spangenberg. The farther down you go. Like a Ben Revere at 35 is okay. Uh, if Mac Williams, Williamson even gets a start in Coors, he's 35. That power travels. It's about all he's got is power, but it travels. Starting Marte, 3,200 versus Arietta. I know I mentioned lefties versus Arietta, but Marte is really cheap for the upside he has. I think he's like 3K yesterday and he went deep. I don't understand some of the pricing lately. I really don't. As you drop farther down, Keon Broxton has struggled quite a bit. Like, doesn't even play much anymore. He's 2,900, but I don't know if I'd want to go there the way he's playing right now. If he gets it, he gets it. Um, Brandon Nemo, 2,700 bucks, hitting the top of the order. The one price that every day below 3K, I can't figure out. Nick Williams, 2,600 versus Montero. I will be on him again. He's averaging 6.3 points a game. He's 2,600 bucks. Yeah, sign me up. As a punt, that's great. And we'll keep an eye on some other punt options because there's been a lot of good sneaky ones down here lately. So we'll definitely, I'll do my best to help you out. I'll be busy this morning, but I'll do my best. So there's your bats on your early slate. Pitching again up top, Bundy, Carmart, Arietta In the middle, Bauer, Junis, Leiter Jr., and Montero. Down below, you got Lewicki. And then Bettis, mix and match the most as, as you wish. You don't have to go super expensive if you don't want to. Let's take a look at your five-game evening slate, and then I'll come back and give you some BVP and all that good stuff. Pitching, Jose Barrios 11-1 at the Tampa Bay Rays. It's, it's a steep tag for Barrios. I get it. 
but the K stuff is legit. He's come off an 11K performance against the White Sox, 11, 9, and 7 in his last three starts, 38.2, 19.8, uh, He has not faced Tampa this year. He's been better at home than on the road, so buyer beware. We know Tampa can run into stuff. They have a team total of 4.37, lefties 3.08, righties 2.76, and they strike out a whopping 25% of the time. So Barrios definitely in play. He's risky due to his price tag, but he is in play. Robbie Ray, 10.8 at the Dodgers. Uh, he just faced him his last time out in at home, 32.8. Back-to-back 28.3, starts after some rockiness in the middle. He's faced L.A. four times this year in 24 innings. He's given up eight earned. He struck out 39 in those 24, averaging 26 points a start. Um, the Dodgers strike out 22.5% of time versus lefties. He's striking out 31.5%. Still gives up a lot of hard contact, which is not ideal. But the Dodgers have a 404 total. Lefties 265, righties 293. Robbie Ray is back in play. It's always a walks thing and a control thing with him. But definitely a good option. I go Barrios 1, Ray 2, but they're basically 1A, 1B if you're paying up. This slate's not as great as the early slate for pitching, but you can mix and match. Rick Porcello, 8700 bucks at home against Toronto. He just faced Toronto. They've got 26.2 points. It's, it is risky, like I mentioned with Ray, you know, Porcello. Facing pitchers, our teams back-to-back doesn't always bode well, but Porcello's been really good of late, and he's averaging 23.9 points a game in two starts against the Toronto Blue Jays. Price tag of 8700 bucks gives you a little bit of saving on those guys up top. The Jays strike out about 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, decent ground ball rate. Wind is blowing out in Boston, so be careful there. Toronto, 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 Toronto. 4-4-3 team total. Lefties 353, righties 335. Porcello will be in play for me. This whole this evening slate, I'm going to go big on them early, but not as much on the late. I'll have some, of course, but not a ton. You got like Alex Cobb at home for 7,700 bucks versus Minnesota. Cobb has been much better at home than on the road. 19.2 points at home on average. He's five innings, six hits, one earned, six Ks against Minnesota earlier this year for 15.9. He's very inconsistent, but at least he's consistent enough for double digits. Mostly every start out there. Uh, lefties hit 297, righties 313 off Cobb. Minnesota is hot. Polanco, Rosario, Buxton, Kepler, uh, Dozier, Escobar. They're hitting really, really well. So if you want to fade Cobb, I get it. But $7,700, definite upside in that matchup. Down below, you got R.A. Dickey at 6800 at home against the Rangers. I've been loving R.A. 33 2, 9 7, 18 1, 18 4, 15 1, 26 4. He's averaging 12 points uh, on the road, 15.4 at home. His last 10 games averaging 17.2. Lots to like. We know Texas has some thump, but they're also leaving their friendly confines. Lefty's 314, righty's 347 versus Dickey. Um, when you're looking at Dickey, the Rangers strike out almost 24% of the time versus righty's. Low hard contact, ground ball rate of almost 49%. I like him a lot at 6800 bucks. If he gets hit, he gets hit. I like taking the Dickey Gamble almost every time out there. More often than not, it's been doing very, very well for us. J.A. Happ, 6500 bucks at Boston. I know Boston's got some power. They don't strike out a lot. But uh, you look at a guy like Happ, he's averaged 8.9 points in two starts first. Boston, he throws better on the road than at home. 17.1 fantasy points compared to 14. I'm talking fantasy points, not overall stats. Um, Boston doesn't strike out a ton. That's what always sucks. 17.3% versus lefties, but 
Half this striking out 22.2%. Great ground ball rate. Limits the hard contact. Uh, Boston. Boston's team total is the second highest at 507. Lefty's 269. Righty's 321. Half's a double-digit point machine, and he's 6,500. So as long as he gets the double digits, you can survive. You want 15 or more, but just don't get shelled. And at 6,500, it makes for a very good punt player. My top punt play is A.J. Cole. 6,500 bucks at Miami. Great pitching ballpark. 22.7 points his last time out. We were all over that. He's basically getting five or more Ks in every start, which I absolutely love. He's faced them twice this year, averaging 7.5 points a start, but that was when he really didn't have it figured out as much as he does now. When you look at Cole, Miami strikes out 20.6% of the time, 10.4% swinging strike, 46% ground ball. Likes lots and lots to like with A.J. Cole. Um, so he will be in play for me. Lefties hit him well. Righties, he gets takes care of business for the most part. So you're pitching up top. Barrios, Ray down in the middle. Porcello, Cobb down below. Cole, Hap, or Cole, Dickey, Hap. I'm going to make a lot of lineups with just Cole, Dickey, and Hap. I'll be honest with you. I'll mix in the other guys, of course. You can't ignore Barrios and Ray. But even those guys with the three guys down below opens up bats. And you got Porcello and Cobb in the middle, which are risky, but upside. Let's look at the bats. Catcher. Um, you got the likes of Chris Iannetta, who hits lefties extremely well. I know Rich Hill, he got beat up by Arizona's last time out before his near no-hitter perfect game. Iannetta's 3500 bucks Could be a sneaky play because most will be back on Hill tonight. Uh, you got Kurt Suzuki versus Trashner at 35 Not horrible. Torino's 33 versus Dickey, if you feel like fading that for some reason. Uh, farther down you go, if like Rafi Lopez starts for Toronto, he's 3K versus Porcello. Don't mind that at all. Farther down you go, though, you got, um, where'd he go? Jason Castro's back from Minnesota. He's 2,500 versus Cobb. Nice left-handed option there. You have to look at lineups because these are pretty bleak. Yeah, catcher is pretty weak compared to that early slate. I know it's like five games, obviously, but check the lineups out. First base, Freeman at 56 versus Trashner is outstanding. Bellinger at 51 versus Ray. I'm not saying it's a bad play, but I'm probably not going to go there. I'd rather go 4,900 for Goldie versus Hill, but... But Freeman, by far and away, is a great option up top. You got Justin Smoke at 47, and then Morales at 4K. I like Smoke a lot. Morales had that big game, but overall hasn't done much. You got Lomo at 4K versus Barrio. That nice power upside there. Joey Gallo versus Dickey at 4K. We know the lefty power in that ballpark is legit. So keep an eye on that one. Hanram does like his lefties. So Hanley at 3,800 versus Jay Half is a sneaky nice play. Ryan Zimmerman crushes lefties, and he is priced down to $3,700 versus Adam Conley. That is a great play at that price point. Great play. I don't care if he puts up a dud. That is a phenomenal price point. Lucas Duda at 35 versus Barrio, not bad either. Um, you go down some more. You can go Matt Adams versus Trashner at 35. Matt Adams hasn't done much lately, but good matchup in that ballpark. Uh... Kenneth Vargas, 3K versus Cobb isn't horrible if you want to punt with upside. Other than that, not too much to like. Second base, Dozier at 51 is always in play. Howie Kendrick loves his lefties. He's 47 versus Conley. Nunez loves his lefties. He's 43 versus Hap. Kendrick, second base outfield. Nunez, second base, third base. You can play them both. Chris Taylor hits lefties well. Robbie Ray's the best out of the three lefties I've just mentioned. But Taylor's 4,300. A guy like D. Gordon at 41 versus Cole could be a sneaky low on play. Get on, steal some bases. He's averaging 10.6 his last 10. He keeps getting it done. So he could be a sneaky play in that one. Don't mind him at all. 
Ruby Odor, 35 against Dickey's a nice play. Brandon Drury does hit lefties well. He's 34. Not running to play Drury, but interesting play nonetheless. Get below 3K. It gets bleak again. Maybe an Airy Andrianza at 2,800. Maybe a Ryan Goings at 25. I don't mind that as a punt play. Aussie Albies I like a ton. That's my top punt play. Especially now that they haven't hit towards the top of the order. He's averaging almost 10 points his last 10 games now. Playing really well. Speed. Good average right now. Has a little bit of pop. He's 2300 bucks for his trashner. I like Ozzy Albies a ton at that price tag. Go to third base. You got Freeman again. You got Donaldson at 5K who continues to crush the baseball. Took Tillman deep yesterday. I'm all over him again. Uh, Rendon against lefties. Rendon, another guy that crushes lefties. He's 4900 you scroll down, like again, Nunez, 43. Justin Turner hits lefties well. He's 43. Gallo again. Uh, Eduardo Escobar had a big, big week, and he's 3,800 versus Cobb. Good left-handed bat there. He's third base shortstop eligible. Uh, uh, Forsyth at 31 as a lower-priced item. Second base, third base. Ryu Ruiz, if he cracks the lineup for Atlanta, he's 2,800 versus Kashner. He had a big game yesterday. Actually, over the weekend, he went 8, 14, and 17 since getting back in that lineup. Another nice left-handed bat there at 2800 bucks. The uh, Braves are cheap tonight. And that's a great matchup against Kashner in that ballpark. So keep an eye on that one. And then last but not least, Brian Anderson of the Miami Marlins. Good right-handed hitting prospect, third baseman. If he's in the lineup, he is 2K versus Cole. And Dietrich's 2700 so both good options against Cole if you need to punt. Going over to shortstop. So you have some decent punts come those last few spots, which help with the early positions that didn't have anything. Shortstop, Trey Turner at 53 versus Conley is outstanding. That is a lock and load. But Jorge Polanco at 43 is awesome. That is a great price tag as well as he keeps hitting the ball. Uh, Xander Bogarts, stay away. He's slumping mightily again. I don't care if he goes deep today. He's slumping so bad. Put your money elsewhere. Like Kiki Hernandez, 3,200 versus lefty. I'd rather gamble there. Um, you know, Swanson at 31 is not horrible. Uh, is he a lefty? He's just a lefty only. Yeah, that won't work. Not ideal. But Adrianza, 2,800 bucks. Adam Rosales, 2,800 versus lefty is a punt. Ryan Goings at 25 I like as well, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, and that's about it here. Let's go to the outfield. We got Stanton at 54 is in play, of course. Buxton at 53 is not horrible. Mookie Betts, 52 versus Hap, I do like as well. Mentioned Howie Kendrick at 47. You got AJ Pollock and JD Martinez, both 46 versus Hill. I like Martinez more than Pollock, both in play, though. Since Chu continues to crush it, he's 45 versus Dickey. Only thing I'll say about Texas, you got to like him. You just got to temper your expectations because you don't know how they handle a knuckleball, especially if it's knuckling well. If it's not, it's batting practice, they're going to tee off. But he's got a, it's a very, very risky gamble because some of these guys might not hit knuckleballs good at all, and the price point's not factored in there. Max Kepler at 41 versus Cobb. Very, very nice. I missed Rosario, didn't I? No, we're, they have him below Kepler tonight. Wow, that's new. Yeah, there he is. Rosario, 4K. Definitely in play. Going down some more, you got like Nomar Mazzara at 4. Kiermaier at 39 is a very good price tag. He's hitting the baseball. Uh, DeShields leads off usually. He's 3900 bucks. He could steal all day on Dickey. Dickey can't hold runners on. So it just depends. Can he hit a, a knuckleball? If he can, it's a very sneaky good play. 
Uh, the farther down we look, like Marcelo Zuna at 38 with his power is always in play. Christian Yelich at 37 versus Cole. Mention how lefties do get Cole well, so that's a nice play. But Enciarte at 37 versus Kashner. Markeke is 36. Jason Worth 36 versus Colin. These are all really good plays in the mid-threes. Really, really good plays. I like those a lot. C-Dick is slumping, but he's 34 versus Berrios. If you want a, a home run dart, lower priced. Um... Matt Kemp at 33 is a great price tag versus Kashner. Kiki Hernandez again at 32. Okay, Teoscar Hernandez at 3K versus Porcello as a potential punt. If not, Ezekiel Carrera at 3K. Farther down you go, you look at the likes. Uh, Alex Verdugo, not likely, but say Michael Saunders starts for Toronto. He's 2,600 versus Porcello. There's some power there for you. Um... There's been a few others lately. Just got to see if they crack the lineup. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on it. Those loans have stood out for now, but some others might pop up. So you're pitching on your evening slate. Barrios 1, Ray 2. In the middle, Porcello 1, Cobb 2. Down below, Cole, Dickey, Hap. Let's look at your BVP on this slate. You got uh, Votto 7 for thir- or 2 for 7 with two doubles off Chase Anderson. Manny Pena, 4 for 5 with 2 homers off of Bailey. Braun, 14 for 41, 4 doubles and 3 homers. VR's taking him deep. Neil Walker, 7 for 30 with 3 homers as well. Kinsler and Romine have taken Junis deep. Tommy Joseph, 4 for 6. Franco, 2 for 5 with a double off Rafael Montero. Freddie Galvez, 4 for 8, but no homers. Scope, 2 for 7 with a double and a homer off Montgomery. Brett Garner, 6 for 13, two doubles off Bundy. Gary Sanchez, Castro, and Judge have all taken him deep. Avisil Garcia, 7 for 20 with a triple and a homer off Bauer. Jose Abreu, 10 for 28, two doubles. Good samples there. Austin Jackson, 12 for 38, three doubles, two triples off of Shields. Uh, Landor's taken him deep. Encarnacion's taken him deep three times. Chisholm once, Santana once. Lots and lots to like of Cleveland. Hunter Pence, 5 for 14 with a homer off Chad Bettis. Crawford's taking him deep as well. Josh Bell, 6 for 13, two doubles and a homer off Arietta. I mentioned him as contrarian. Uh, Rodriguez, Jason, Marte, and Fries have all taken him deep as well. Zobras, 4 for 6 with a double and two homers off Cool. Rizzo, 6 for 12, two doubles, a triple and a homer. Hayward, 6 for 10 with a homer. Baez is even taking him deep. Bruce Maxwell, 1 for 2. And Matt Olson, 1 for 2, both with homers off of Bridwell. Martin Maldonado, one for two with a homer off Smith. Crone's taken him deep as well. Solarte has taken Carmore deep. Valencia, eight for 18, two doubles, two homers off. Uh, we don't have that game, so don't worry about it. Blue Jays, Red Sox. Chris Young, five for 16, a double and two homers off a Hap. Pedroia, seven for 32, two doubles, three homers. Henry Ramirez, six for 26, two doubles and a homer. Mookie Betts and Bogarts have each taken him deep. Bautista, 16 for 45, four home runs, lifetime off Barcelo. It's a 356 average. Darwin Barney's even 6 for 14 with a double and a triple. Justin Smokes taking him deep three times. Pilar, 10 for 30 with four doubles. Donaldson, 10 for 33 with a double and a homer. Morales is taking him deep. Rafi Lopez is taking him deep. Miguel Montero's taking him deep. So a lot to like in that one. AJ Cole, or Christian Yellick, 3 for 7, two doubles and a homer off Cole. Stanton's gone deep twice. Dietrich's gone deep twice off of Cole. Uh, Defoe, Zimmerman, and Worth all taking Conley deep. Longoria, 2 for 3 with a home run off Berrios. 
Freddie Freeman, 4 for 9 with a double and a home run. Cashner, Marquegas is taking him deep. Inciarte, 6 for 23 doubles and a triple. Uh, Gom- Carlos Gomez, 8 for 16 with a double and a home run. Dickey. Napoli's taking him deep as well. Chris Taylor, 7 for 13, two doubles off Ray. Kiki, 7 for 13 with a double, a triple, and three homers off Ray. Puig has taken him deep as well. Last but not least, you know, Lamb's taking Hill deep. Ionetta, two homers. Pollock, a homer off of Hill. So there you have it. There's your BVP. You're stacking the likes of uh, Minnesota is in a, or Cleveland in a great spot against uh, big game James. I don't mind some of the Marlins versus Cole. Or I love the Nationals versus Connolly, especially those right-handed bats. You can look at the Red Sox versus Hap. Don't mind that. Baltimore versus Jordan Montgomery, the right-handed bats especially, very, very good. The Angels and the A's are two to really keep an eye on. The Braves versus Kashner I like a lot. And then Cincinnati, Milwaukee, also great spots there. As always, there'll be tons and tons of targets. You can have the lefties versus Chad Cool. You know, Cardinals, White Sox are in play. In certain spots, I don't love the White Sox especially. But uh, different ways to approach the slate as always. Good luck on your nine-game early, five-game late Labor Day slate. Hope you guys have a fun, safe holiday. Uh, check us out on Twitter at TheSportsDGens, TheSportsDGens.com. The site's getting a makeover. Hopefully it's back up and running this morning. Check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick. I will help you with the needs that you have. We have some good stuff coming out this week for NFL getting you ready, DFS, previews. We have UFC coming up. Another college football Saturday Edge podcast with Doc and company. Some bench with Bubba is around the bases. Tons coming up this week. Go back on SD Radio and uh, check out all the good stuff that we've had going on. But more importantly, good luck on your slate tonight. Um, Let's make some money, and I'll catch you guys tomorrow. This is MLB DFS Quick Hits, your September 4th Labor Day edition. I'm out.